Conservative leader Pierre Polyev hits back at a recent smear piece by the Canadian press, accusing him of, quote, embracing conspiracy theories about the World Economic Forum. A new poll reveals most Canadians are opposed to woke lyrical changes to our national anthem. After winning the Conservative nomination in York Centre, Liberal MPs accused Roman Baber of being alt-right, despite Baber being Jewish and having family suffer through the Holocaust. Hello Canada, it's Tuesday, August 15th, and this is True North's Daily Brief. I'm Cosmin Georgia. And I'm Andrew Lawton. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev has hit back at a recent smear piece by the Canadian press, published in outlets including CBC and CTV, accusing him of, quote, embracing conspiracy theories about the World Economic Forum, an annual meeting of global elites held in Davos, Switzerland each year. The article took issue in particular with a recent fundraising email the Conservatives sent calling on supporters to reject the globalist Davos elites. The article cited two academic experts, including liberal donor and politics professor Ahmed Kasser, as sources. Polyev tweeted in response, quote, Trudeau's media are desperate to stop his continued downfall. Today, CBC's news service, CP, wrote a hit piece on me because I dared criticize the World Economic Forum, a group of multinational CEOs and powerful politicians that push their interests. I work for our people in this country and will bring home our democracy without apology. The Canadian Press article definitively states that the idea the World Economic Forum wants to impose an agenda on governments around the world is a debunked claim without offering any follow-up or examples of said debunking. In reality, the WEF's own explicitly stated mission is to engage the quote, foremost political, business, cultural, and other leaders of society to shape global, regional, and industry agendas. WEF founder Klaus Schwab has himself been vocal in boasting about how much sway exactly his organization has over the world's governments. An infamous clip of Schwab from 2017 has the WEF creator waxing about how proud he is that his organization has penetrated the cabinet of Canada's government with the likes of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and others. Beyond key members of Trudeau's cabinet, like Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland bearing the title of WEF Young Global Leader, the federal government has partnered with the organization on initiatives which include issues like digital identity. So Andrew, you're going to Davos. You've been to Davos before. True North has provided exclusive and ample coverage of this conference. What do you make of the media's 
backlash to Pierre Polyev's comments, which I think are actually pretty tame when you look at the history of what he said about the World Economic Forum. Well, you're right. I mean, they've accused him of embracing conspiracy theories or spreading conspiracy theories without actually providing an example of one such conspiracy. Now, to be fair, there are conspiracy theories about the World Economic Forum, but uh, you can make very legitimate and reasoned critiques of the organization and Canada's connections to it without needing to embrace those or, or dabble in those. And, and that's what Pierre Polyev has done. That's what Danielle Smith did yesterday when she was asked a question about it. And I, I mentioned in a, a piece I wrote yesterday that in an ideal world, a serious media would be asking these questions, not just smearing those who do. Right. It's interesting because they point to, I think, about two examples. One of them, is they take issue with him calling the World Economic Forum, you know, the globalist Davos elites. But the World Economic Forum is an international forum of elite people. So to call them globalist elites, it really seems fair, doesn't it? Yes, and it was funny. Uh, there was a piece in CBC five years ago that was taking aim at Trump for going to Davos, and they called it in the headline, Globalist Davos. So this idea that this word is now offensive is actually quite amusing, given that the media was using it to condemn Davos at a time when right-of-center leaders were doing it. I also just want to touch on, on this a little bit because criticizing the World Economic Forum on the grand scale seems kind of inconsequential uh, to how one will rule or, you know, govern the country. So do you think this is Pierre Polyev speaking to his base solely or does this have some sway for the greater Canadian electorate. I mean, look, I care about it. I know a lot of our team cares about it. I know a lot of our audience cares about it. Truth be told, I, I don't think it's on the radar of the average person. I don't think if I were to just knock on a random door in Mississauga or Surrey or Winnipeg, I'm going to find someone that says, you know, the top issue in my mind is, is the World Economic Forum. And to be fair, that was the point Danielle Smith made yesterday. She had uh, mentioned, you know, she's never heard an Albertan go up to her and say, I really want you to go to, to Davos and go to Switzerland. So I think there may be an opportunity to turn it around and say, you know, why do these people think it's so important? No Canadian wants this. Why does Justin Trudeau think it's so important to defend this? Why does the media think it's so important to defend this? I, I do think it rallies up the base, but I do think there is a legitimate question you raise there of, of whether this is the top issue outside of Twitter for people. And I, I don't think it is. A new poll says most Canadians are not on board with changing the lyrics of O Canada from our home and native land to our home on native land. And in fact, most prefer the old lyrics before Justin Trudeau's government changed them, which say, in all thy sons command, instead of in all of us command. Those are the ones I still sing anytime I'm a place where the anthem is being done. The polling results come after Justin Trudeau indicated he was open to yet another lyrical change to O Canada. The polling firm Research Company asked Canadians if they agreed with the proposal to change the lyrics to our home on native land. It was close, mind you. 44% said they disagreed with the change, while 41% said they agreed. The rest were undecided or had no opinion. The survey asked Canadians also if they preferred In All Thy Sons Command over the new version, which was adopted in 2018, In All of Us Command. 
47% said they preferred the old way, while 38% said they preferred the new way, with 15% unsure. Now, that change was made by the motion from a late Liberal MP, Marie Belanger, and it was ultimately to make it gender neutral. That was the goal, and the Liberals, NDP, and Green MPs uh, supported it, as well as a handful of Conservatives. The renewed debate over changing the lyrics again was sparked by Canadian R&B singer Julie Black singing, quote, Our Home on Native Land, while performing O Canada at an NBA All-Star game in Salt Lake City, Utah, a few months back. She was praised by a number of woke activists, as well as Mississauga Mayor and Ontario Liberal leadership candidate Bonnie Crombie. Uh, here, I mean, talking about issues that don't really matter to Canadians, this is not at all one that I think most Canadians care about, but it's probably likely that at some point this change will be made if the left has its way, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, and it's a symbolic one. And I think that's the entire point of it. It's it, it really strikes at the differences inherent in the modern conservative movement and the modern, you know, liberal left wing progressive alliance. They revel in making changes like this because it's a symbolic victory over their opponents. Yeah, and I, I think you're very right about that. The other question I guess this raises is that since there are enough people that want us to go back to an all thy sons command, do you think another government would ever roll that back? I mean, Pierre Polyev is the guy running for the conservatives right now. Do you think he would actually change it back or do you think we're stuck with it? That's a good question, and like I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think it would be something that's very easy to do. You could get a one over on your predecessor by doing something as simple as changing the anthems back, and it is really. It would be really telling of where you stand on Canada's heritage. Well, as we saw in the last election, sometimes these symbols do matter. I remember there was a debate in 2021 about whether to put the Canadian flag back up, and that was actually seen as a very controversial stance that Aaron O'Toole took, that yes, he would put the Canadian flags back up to full mast. Yeah, that's a very good point you raised, and uh, I was thinking about that because it seems like Trudeau himself puts a lot into these symbolic gestures. So clearly it is very important for the liberals uh, to, to do these things and they see certain value and I think it's a cultural value about uh, trying to shift the attitudes of Canadians at large. The former Ontario MPP and Conservative Party of Canada leadership candidate Roman Barber has been Nominated as the conservative candidate in the Toronto riding of York Centre drawing scrutiny from Liberal MPs. In an announcement posted to X, formerly known as Twitter, Babber thanked York Centre's conservative membership for nominating him as their candidate and committed himself to flipping the seat from Liberal to Tory. However, backbench Liberal MP Mark Gerritsen took issue with Babber's nomination, accusing the Conservatives of selecting a, quote, alt-right candidate too extreme for Premier Doug Ford's progressive Conservatives. Gerritsen tweeted, quote, Just so we are clear how far Pierre Polyev has taken the federal Conservative Party to the alt-right, this guy is his candidate. Liberal MP Talib Noor Muhammad piled on to Gerritsen's attacks, adding that conservative leader Pierre Polyev is building a pro-convoy, anti-science, misogynist, rage-farming coalition. 
Babur took to X to rebuff the attacks against him, warning of anti-Semitism in the Liberal Party for attacking a Jew as being alt-right. Babur said, quote, So a Jew whose family suffered in the Holocaust is an alt-right misogynist for saying no one should be forced to inoculate against their will. Anti-Semitism thrives in the woke Liberal Party. Despite securing a high-profile candidate for the York Center riding, Babur faces an uphill battle as the Liberals have won York Center 20 times in the past 21 elections and in four successive elections. Currently, the seat is held by Justin Trudeau's Minister of Mental Health, Yara Sachs, who had won re-election in 2021, beating the second-place Conservative by nearly 10 points. So the Liberals have this tendency to pile on as many adjectives and nasty words uh, to opponents, particularly if they hold views with regard to the Freedom Convoy. Roman Babber was a pretty prominent voice in support of the Freedom Convoy, and he also opposed many of the lockdown measures that the Liberals were so devoted to throughout the pandemic. So, Andrew, do you think Roman here has done a good job standing up for himself in the face of these attacks? I think so. And I, I should also point out, not that I value identity politics, that he is Jewish. So a lot of these alt-right smears to try to link him with, with people that have very vile beliefs about people like Roman are, are particularly stupid. And I would also point out, this is not a guy who's ever been known as a hardline right-winger. When he was first running in the Ontario election in 2018, he was always seen as a very red Tory. But when push came to shove, he stood up on the side of freedom and considerably, considerably jeopardized his political career by getting expelled from caucus for speaking up. So uh, whatever you think of him, he is tremendously principled and his constituents also liked him. And I mean, yeah, it's going to be a, a challenging road for him in this riding that the Liberals have done so well in. But I will also point out that if there is some majority sweep for the Conservatives, similar to what they had in 2011, it's quite likely it would get picked up in, in York Centre, which is when they won that riding last. That's it for today, and don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.